Yo, man, boom, it's Rusty. It's Tuesday. No, it isn't Tuesday. It's Monday. I was just talking about how good I was doing with the dates and how long I've been somewhere, even how old I am. But not knowing the day of the week. There we go. That's the new one for today. So happy Monday. And I'm just going to get right into it. I have a special guest today. Because the special guest is here, and that makes them special. If they're here, they're special. They're obviously special. I'm not going to bring on someone who's not special. So right here, right now, I got Keith Saltillanis. How are you doing? Hey, thanks for having me. This has been a great time. See you later. Perfect. And that was uh, that was Keith Saltillanis. Hey, I just oh, wanted you to say you. my my name twice. And I guess when I cover my camera, my virtual background doesn't disappear. So I, I just look like I disappeared. You disappear. You're a very magical person. And it's, you know, I mean, I told you we had a special guest here. We have a guest who can literally disappear and reappear before your eyes multiple times. Not just a one-time trick. Look, gone again. Gone. I should have done this. That's what I should have done. <laughs> The, but instead the next I did time. this. It's pretty the impressive. I should I should make that into a trick. I think so. We need more trickery within our Zoom calls. And um do you do you have Zoom calls? Do you do okay, Zoom calls with your oh, okay? Well, I I thought I was just talking to nobody. Um do you have Zoom calls within your daily life? Is that a thing in your daily life? There's there there's definitely been less, but oh yeah, I I'm pretty familiar with the Zoom now. Uh, definitely have have used a lot of lot of Zoom. Uh, like I can do this. Oh, didn't do anything. <laughs> well, I guess I'm not that familiar with it. Uh, but yeah, I I mean I I think that's one of the best things that's come out of the last few years is like you don't have to just go like hey let's meet for a coffee and then like I'm in Los Angeles drive three miles, which will take me 45 minutes, look for parking, get in there just to have a conversation. And like, we could just do that right here. <laughs> and like, you can have your own coffee and your own drink and you don't have to drive. Like, that's great. That's one of the coolest things. I'm all for it. Yeah. I mean, that was a huge thing for me. I mean, cause yeah, with me moving all over, I had you know, to communicate with people. And then plus um, people are really not too sure about this for, you know, any medical stuff before, um, before COVID, uh, cause like I, when I moved to Minnesota, I'm like, I'm going to be fucking stuck in the snow for six months. I can't go anywhere. So I've worked a little bit with one person doing zoom things because he didn't like leaving his house. And, uh, so I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do this for everyone. I'm not going to get an office. And then if yeah. people are like, eh, I don't know. And then all of a sudden it hit like oh, okay well now it's totally fine we're gonna just go with this and um it was it's real nice yeah not being able to have to worry about going anywhere you can just so much more stuff has just been automated if you want to see someone in real real life irl that's that's fine if you want to go do the drive that's fine and is it needed but, though? Like why, why, yeah. like, are you sharing like, oh, this great Mexican restaurant. All right. You got to be there in person. Or like, is it, is it better? Like, yeah, it's, it's definitely different if you're going to hug or, but yeah, you don't yeah. need it. I was the same way I was doing like 2017, 2018 was doing one-on-one -on -one coaching uh, with someone who lived in Houston. I want to say Houston because they were also from Russia. So that's why I'm confused, oh, okay. uh, but they moved from Russia to Houston and they're like, can you download this thing called Zoom? And I'm like, what is this? And then I was using it. And then Zoom 
I think planned the pandemic because they're like, look at us, you can use us. And they like defeated Skype and FaceTime and now are like the thing. They're a verb now. Hey, let's just zoom. Yep. Right. Yeah. It became the the fax or the uh I don't think fax, but like the uh the Kleenex or the Yeah, Q tip. The Q tip. Or 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 Yelp. I'm gonna Yelp this. Like let's Yelp it. Let's yeah, like that's that's the goal of any business. If you can just become a verb and Zoom just knew exactly where they were. I don't know how. I feel like it was an inside thing. When the pandemic started, they're like, look, everyone in this company, start suggesting Zoom meetings with everyone you know, because it caught on instantly. Everyone's like, yeah, Zoom. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get rich really fucking quick here. This is gonna yeah. be a good day. This is gonna be nice. No one's heard of us, but now everyone's gonna have heard it of was. us. It was. It was almost overnight. Everyone heard of this company and downloaded it. And still, like, yeah. I mean, people now, can you use Microsoft Teams? I'm like, what are you doing? Just Come on, we, we're just moving to Zoom. We don't need to use Microsoft yeah. Teams. Learning a whole new program of stuff that, I mean, that that's a tough thing for me, being my age, at my age, trying to learn these new programs every few months. You know, you get really into something. I mean, with, uh, you know, making videos even, there's something like that. Just, <laughs> yeah. you really get into something. Like, I was into um, Microsoft Movie Maker for the longest time, just even like well past everyone's using uh-huh. iMovie and everything else and Final Cut and Premiere. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm doing this. I know how to do this. There's not a lot of things to do and it does just enough where I'm not going to have to worry about it. But, you know, you don't, think, you don't have uh, Zoom. You, you and me, Rusty, have a lot in common because in college I was editing solely on, on Sony Vegas Pro. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> And then feel like you gotta learn other things. And I was like, then I started Adobe Premiere, and I was like, what? I I could didn't do not understand this. Like, give me back my Sony Vegas. Yeah, Sony Vegas will be here forever. Uh, why would I need to learn anything else? It's gonna be yeah. updated, and it's I'm gonna be fine. It's just I can learn this. I know all the ins uh, and outs of it. I'm so good at Sony Vegas, and then like little things with Premiere, I'm like, wow, bring me back my Vegas. Uh, where's my uh, printed out um, re- uh, material? My uh, instruction, instruction book. Where the yeah. fuck is it? Where's oh, they don't have those book? anymore. Like whatever no, company is, is was their job was to make instruction booklets. They're out of business because no one has them. Video games don't have it anymore. Anything you buy, it's like da- uh, scan this QR code. QR codes, another thing that were like, yay, pandemic. Because they were really I, trying to be a thing before and no one cared. And now it's like, scan this and you don't have to touch the menu. Yeah, I had a thing I did uh, like in, fuck, it must have been like 2013, 2014 for doing QR codes at the soccer stadium in Portland and like put it on the menu for their seats. <laughs> like, And everyone's just like, what the fuck? This is so dumb. No one yep. cares about this. It's never going to catch on. And I mean, yeah, now it, it zoomed. It zoomed. QR yeah. code zoomed. Let's just just and, QR code it. Where's the menu? Just QR code it. Yeah. I think we figured Which, it out. The pandemic was started by Zoom and QR code company. Whoever who is that a company? Yeah. QR code? Yes, that's what I want to know. I also didn't know how to access the QR codes. I could go and figure it out how to I try um, you know, someone said take a picture of it, but you have to be, you don't just <laughs> sound yeah. like trying to take a picture with a camera. Uh I had uh but I had to wait for the um to get the photos back but uh it didn't work so yeah I, you went to the cbs one hour photo and you're like okay right, <laughs> where's I, my I, where's my menu 
I thought I was doing pretty good with the one hour photo. I mean, I thought I was pretty into the the future there with that one hour photo, but there's another yeah, place that's going out of business. Thanks to QR codes and zoom one hour photos, not needed photos. anymore. Watch out for the booth. Watch out for that. So you're, uh, you're a man of uh, improv as well. And you've, this is something you probably have talked about. You can refer to his other podcasts where he will talk more about his improv background and the fact that he runs an improv uh, empire of sorts. I like in, this. I like this. In California. And if you'd like to learn more about it, I bet you can just go to his website. And I bet you'll find everything you need to know about it there. And why wouldn't you go there, especially if you're in California? I mean, you're gonna need you're gonna need that as a basis for anything you're doing. So get on it. Don't be a dummy. But if you're not listening here, if you're listening here, you're not a dummy. So just, That's true. just go sign up. Go sign up. So That's been one of the cool things about Zoom is because uh, pre-pandemic, I would travel the world teaching uh, classes and creativity and comedy and improv um, and then traveling stopped. But then because of Zoom, now classes were like someone from Taiwan, someone from Chicago, someone from L.A., so it's really been cool that people all over the world can now access all these these lessons and information, which has been really cool. Uh, yeah, right though I am back bat. to traveling, so that's cool too. <laughs> so, like when you're going traveling, or so are you? Do you have these things set up before you go, or are you just? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, usually, you're not just going and setting up and being like, okay, hey, I'm just gonna start here, and you guys, everyone. Everyone come on in, but yeah, yeah they, they, they got you all set up and um... yeah, it's usually, it, it, it depends. Sometimes it's like, uh, like I was the first uh, improv teacher to, to bring improv to China. Uh, oh. This was 2016, 2017, 18, Where'd you go? Uh, okay. So I was in Beijing. There was a group oh, okay. in Shanghai, but they were doing it in English. So I went to Beijing to, to have an improv group do improv in Mandarin. I don't speak Mandarin. Uh, but they were speaking Mandarin and then there was a translator. Um, what was the point of this? Oh, so that one, they asked me to go. But other times, like uh, when I went to London, I went there to do one class. And then it was like, can you do more now that you're here? And so like it happens every which way. So Smoke then, bomb. <laughs> yeah, look at this guy. Fucking magic. Not even not only does he have an improv empire worldwide, also an illusionist. That's also I mean, true. That's true. That is not a joke. Oh, okay. You there are. Is. An I, I am a. I am a professional magician as magician. a as a fun hobby. Um, there is uh the world famous Magic Castle, which I think only people know who are magicians or in Los Angeles. But it's a it's a private club for magicians only, where David Copperfield, uh, Walt Disney was a member. Like the uh, David or not David Letterman. Uh, who's Johnny Carson was a member. Uh, uh, Neil Patrick Harris used to be the president and it's just for magicians. <laughs> so do you have to be kind of referred by another um, magician, sort you of like a, a fraternal organization audition in front you, of you who? do have to, you have to have two referrals from magicians. So yes. And then oh. you have to audition in front of other magicians audition in front of magicians who you've probably have seen on TV your entire life. And as soon as you start to do a trick, they go, oh, yeah, we know what that is. Oh. So it's so the most intimidating thing. 
so do you keep going with it or does it end there? Does the, the trick end there? You keep going with it. You have to show your proficiency in like that you have a love uh, and passion for magic and also you're proficient with it. But also if you can put a little spin on it, <laughs> that also helps. So, okay. So these two magicians that had to vouch for you, did, were they, did you know them both beforehand through, um, being a magician or was it I you did. knew one knew... and then the other one's like hey we, we got it we got i need i need another person <laughs> yeah i knew them both through i think through comedy and then they uh one of them taught me magic which you think wait a second magicians aren't supposed to share their <laughs> their tricks but i feel like how you learn tricks from a magician at least for me is if you show them a trick that impresses them and they yeah. don't know so like almost you fool them they go okay the door is open because they want to see most people. You're not supposed to share your tricks because people go, how'd you do that? And you say, oh, it was this. And they go, oh, that's dumb. And like, they don't care. Right. But like for me, I like magic that it's like, I'm fooling you right in front of your face. <laughs> I'm tricking you and you don't even see it. And that's what I, that's what's fun for for me. So then with that, then with, uh, they had those, I mean, there's just such a small, small limited thing. They did it with pro wrestling and they did it with magic. The the secrets, secrets exposed of it, oh, uh, yeah. of both. And uh, I mean, it's just such a small thing of what, but I mean, it's also the same thing as, you know, you can't really have, you can't really be like, oh, okay, you know, this is not real or, you know, this is. There's, there's a reason that. I think you, like you did a lot of research on me or you just or guessing no, and you're right I, on I did point. not. I because did not. I, my magic act that I would do would be pro wrestling themed. Well, what the <laughs> fuck did you do? A pro wrestling themed magic. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a professional wrestler. That's why I... Okay, uh, I can tell, yeah. Yeah, but from the physique, obviously. Um, yeah. yeah. Like your shirt is going to rip off if you just grab it and do like a Hulkamania pose. It'll rip off. Well, yeah. You Normally, it's just I just flex a peck and it does it and oh, one good. peck and it, it rips it. What, that's one, pretty good no, yeah not even two not even wow. two if i do if i do two um you know people in other states are getting pregnant it's just kind of crazy i don't know wow yeah don't yeah do two then yeah i'm not gonna do two i just stick with one i, I learned my lesson great so <laughs> what what kind of act did you have that was pro wrestling oh, so, magic so the act was uh uh, I was dressed as a, a professional wrestler. Oh no, uh, let me go back a little bit. Came out in a suit, but I had like a long wig. And it was like, hey, I used to be a professional wrestler, but I gave that up to perform magic for you tonight. Woo! Like sort of thing. And then we would do the act. And then I was like, I got to guess what card this is, but I can't do it. And then I ripped the suit off and I'm wearing a wrestling outfit. Uh, and then I'm doing a trick. And then of course you got to have the Stone Cold Steve Austin glass break. And then sure. my former ex-tag team partner comes in and he's like, I took the belt from you and I'm stealing the show from you here tonight. Uh, and they were like, no, this is my magic show. So he tries to he tries to mess up my tricks, but I one-up him. Uh, <laughs> and then at the end, uh, there's a big reveal and then I pin him and then I become the champion of magic. <laughs> this is, is insane. <laughs> So okay, do you have do you have the belt of champion of magic? Is that a thing? So I do because he you... he came out with the belt and he's like, I have the belt, and I was like, you stole that from me fair and square in my retirement match, uh, or you stole it from me not fair and square in my retirement match. So that's why I had to become a magician. It's all revealed of why I left wrestling, but then I win in the end, and I win it with the tricks, and then I get the belt back, and he's upset. <laughs> it's I insane. Hope I hope it's proudly displayed somewhere. Um, I would, 
yeah I, i'm is, pretty I'm, okay good it's it's up on on the mantle next to grandma's ashes oh yeah i mean i had to move grandma's ashes over a little bit to put that belt right in the middle but we right, really yeah. got off subject here so we were talking about i don't remember <laughs> well we were we were talking about your your empire your oh yes improv worldwide improv empire and we got <laughs> talking to that you're also see and got into there got into yep. him being the master illusionist and so what will okay to get back one more thing with that what was your music that you use when you're a magician um if you came out if you're if you're a former professor what you use you like it feels like you have done so much research or you're just really good at guessing because that's amazing so i had uh i had a song that i made in premiere which i would have loved to have made in sony Ooh. vegas yeah. Uh, that it started off like, oh, oh, it's magic, you know, and then I mixed that with a do, 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 and then there was me going, it's magic, it's magic, and I came out and did the whole entrance, and then of course at the end, it's like, play my music, <laughs> it's magic, it's magic, and I run around high fiving everyone while I have the belt. Holy shit! Oh, it man. was insane okay. and the goal was that i wanted to to get booked at the magic castle to perform this because they have you can you can get booked there and you do like three to four shows a night for a whole week every every day but i would do this Whoa. show one time for 20 minutes and my voice would be gone i'd be dripping <laughs> sweat and i was like there's no way one i'd be able to do it i would have to tone it down and two the magic castle is like very elegant <laughs> the, the show's insane <laughs> it's insane. Four, four times in a night Four times in a night, every night of the week. That I, I wouldn't have been able to do a third show, maybe a second. Yeah, it was wild. It was super fun. So, so then, so you're involved in this now. Now you're in. You're in. You, so you go. Are the is the audience then only other magicians? So for the Magic Castle, you can go if you get an invite from a magician so if a magician invites you then you can go so half of the audience or i'd say maybe 20 percent magicians and then the rest are people who've never been there and uh it's very yeah it's very exclusive in la you're like oh i wish i can go how do i how do i go um but the main thing that i did with with me and some of my friends was we became magicians so we can just go there to hang out so i love to just like hey it's like every tuesday let's go hang out uh and you have to you have to wear a suit you have to dress up um, oh so we just go and hang out and get food at the bar and 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 hang and like oh I guess we'll see a show it's just it's just our it's our clubhouse <laughs> but it's an exclusive place which makes it more fun that it's like this fancy place that you usually can't go to like yeah let's just go hang out <laughs> yeah let's go hang out with uh, and it's, so it's a bunch of other magicians and so like are these I mean are you guys all going out then afterwards after the the show's over. Are you guys all going out and hanging out somewhere, or are so you, is the, it the, the show hang the, out there? Yeah, that's the. There's it's it's a big mansion. It was made in the 1900s and then became the Magic Castle in the 50s, I think. And then uh, there's multiple showrooms there, so you go there. But then there's multiple bars, so you're like, let's go into this little room and see a show, and then hang out at the bar and go into this little secret room, and it's great. Holy shit! Okay, so. So now um, that I'm saying this, because anytime I post anything about the Magic Castle, most of the responses aren't, oh, that's cool. It's like, can you give me an invite? <laughs> so now that I'm saying this, I'm just going to be flooded. People are going to go to www.improv-la.com. And instead of looking for improv classes, they're going to be like, hey, can I go to the castle, the Magic Castle? 
And you, you know, that's when you gotta, like, oh, well, I mean, they're gonna obviously want the improv class though, too. I mean, they'd be, they'd be dumb not to. I mean, so they're already there. They're already there. They may as well sign up. Nice. Good move. So then, Good move. Are, are your classes, are they, I mean, what's, what's kind of the frequency? Are, are you more of a, do you do it, you know, once a week or something for a few I hours? I mean, I got to talk about it, the it... elephant in the room, which is the elephant sized water jug. I do try to drink three of these a day. This is Holy a half shit. a gallon. Uh, so if you're like in, in the on the side, you're not gonna be able to see this, but nope, you're not. It disappeared. Magic. Oh yeah, and it's magic. Yeah. So uh, improv LA. Uh, I started it in officially 2010, and I used to have classes in a park that were like dropping, like, hey, come to this class, and like the only people who showed up were like two of my friends. Sometimes, so a lot of times I'd wait around and be like, oh, I guess I'll go home now. Uh, but now we have like last week there was nine class there's like basically a class multiple classes every single day happening uh and oh, there's a shit. new there's a team of teachers teaching and it's it's grown so much which is incredible um so i'm i'm going to japan for the fourth time in two weeks to teach there again i just got back from miami teaching um and then we have yeah four levels of improv we have sketch writing and voiceover and commercial auditioning uh improv for kids just a whole a whole slew of classes now uh which is which is really cool that's fucking awesome then so i mean is it like are they very is it very i mean do you lose some of it when if it's enough time between it or do you do like i mean is that you do like a few times a week or is like one time a week good enough or you either uh, are doing incredible research or your guesses are on point I'm insane. I, I I spent fucking 13 hours researching yesterday and, you know, 17 hours before that total. So 30 hours spent wow. preparing for this. And also like the thing, the things you're asking, there's, I feel like there's no way you can know them. Like what song did you use for your wrestling act? Like, how would you know this? Like, Oh, do you lose it in between? I, yeah. You're yeah, right on point. Like uh, the classes you do once a week, uh, but we also give you homework and exercises and and invite you to to hang out with your classmates to keep that muscle going. Because uh, improv is the thing we do all the time. We don't we don't wake up and someone gives us a script usually of like here's what you to say today. Uh, and we go into situations we think we know what's going to happen, but we don't, and we have to improvise. But it's being aware that you're doing that and training your brain that way, um, so then you can be better at it in every situation you're in. So what happens when someone hands you a script? So when someone hands me a script, personally, is this a real yep. question or a joke question? This, this, is, a, this is a real question. <laughs> so when give me a hands... joke question if you want. <laughs> okay. Uh, hmm. I'll say real answer. When someone hands me a script, uh, I look at it. I understand what the script is. Uh, and then I look for how do I play within it? How do I, how do I improvise in it? Uh, I did a, a sketch show with Marlon Wayans a, a little bit ago. Um, he's this comedian who is he's pretty new he hasn't done a lot of things uh yeah. he's really starting out um <laughs> incredible yeah, what, what was his name again uh marlon waynes he has a few mm. brothers um yeah uh yeah. shoot i don't but know maybe, man yeah. not, not really ringing a bell i, don't I know. think he has a tiktok with like five followers uh Probably, but he had, he, had yeah. a, he had a sketch show and the script for it was one page uh, and then before going on uh, the set with him, they're like, oh, Marlon likes to improvise a little bit. And I was like, does he? <laughs> so so let's say that here's, here's the script. Okay, here's him. Here's me. 
we're doing this script and then i go a little bit into improv and he he at one point he's playing a judge and he goes all right young man and then he goes a little bit and then so it's just both of us like how far can we go meanwhile everyone like by the cameras and stuff are like trying not to laugh and we go for 30 minutes a one-page script is usually one minute is usually how that that equals we did 30 minutes of just improvising all over the place uh (laughs) incredible such a such a fun time but that's like yeah i get a script and i was like okay let's because yeah, I'm also a, a writer, um, and when you're writing yeah. something, um, you have it in your mind, but it's not alive. So like when actors get it and they they make it alive, they're gonna make their own choices. And I love that when uh, anything that I wrote as a script, where it's like, yeah, add your own things. Don't change the idea of it. Don't don't just completely yeah. change it. But like, how can you add your own spice? So I love doing that with the script, where it's like I'm not not ruining the idea, but like I'm adding own things to it. And that was just a fun example of both of us like just going off in, yeah. in insane territory and you can you're still telling the same story i mean yeah. you, you they, they give you the beginning the where you got to get to with a few points here in the middle you got to hit and the rest i mean they obviously trust you enough to be able to know what you're doing and do what you do and i mean uh same thing with wrestling and stuff you know you got some people but then some people uh have it very you know can do it the the other way can do it where they have it very scripted i guess would be the word we're, we're using with that and like to have everything boom 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 hit every single thing and yeah you have to do it that but the more but, like i in in middle school and high school i was very much into wrestling i would wear i would literally wear a wrestling shirt every single day to school <laughs> Uh, I don't know why I didn't have a girlfriend then. Um, I, did, but, I did the same thing and I had the same result. It was yeah, weird. Everything. I was like, this is cool. And I also like wore shorts and I tucked my shirt in. I don't know why, uh, yeah. but I really <laughs> loved, loved, loved wrestling uh, back then. And more like, I, I'm not, I'm really out of it now, but like uh, with like Peacock and watching like more stuff available that I use like, oh, this pay-per-view I never got to watch and like watching them now. And having a different understanding wrestling really is brilliant and it sort of is like i think how you kind of you kind of succeed at anything and the rock is a great example of this is like he came from wrestling he's using that same attitude to be the most successful actor of just like who is your character and how does that character relate to the audience and we all do that every day even if we don't think we are like oh i'm this person in the meeting who's shy and quiet while my boss is someone who's confident. No, he's just playing a character. Nobody knows what they're doing. And in yeah. wrestling, you sort of know what's going to happen, but it's yeah. not this big, it's not, as far as I know, every single move and every th- single thing is not fully choreographed. They might talk some people about do. like, yeah, uh, fully but choreographed not, the entire match. Yeah, some people do. And wow. I, I hate it. I Cause I, if, yeah. you, if you lose the crowd at some point, what do you yep. do? Well, I mean, you're sitting there with your thumb up your ass. I don't know. Like, yeah, they don't care. But I still have this like next 10 minutes of shit planned out. And... Yeah, that's that's no good. Like there's a story that The Rock shares when he went against Hulk Hogan, which is like two legends of wrestling against each other. And they were both uh, the the heroes. Are they still called baby faces. <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah. yeah. So they're still like like The Rock's the biggest name. Hulk Hogan was the biggest name. There's no bad guy. So then they were going against each other and The Rock's like, this match is huge, but we're losing the audience because they don't know who to cheer for. They're like, yay, Rock, yay, Hulk. 
So then The Rock, he's like, I'm going to play the bad guy. I'm going to react as if I'm the heel. And then it got the audience on board where it's like, cool, we know who to cheer for now. And like changing in that moment in front of all of those people watching, like that's what makes wrestlers and also anyone, like how do you pivot in the moment and be confident? Like I'm doing this. I'm not going to be midway. I'm, I'm just going to go and do this. And the, the older I get, I'm like, wrestling is fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's I mean, brilliant that, the, when people are good at it if you can take those lessons <laughs> to to life and it's it's very much improv of just like how do you adapt in the moment using what you know and how do you adapt so then you can succeed yeah if you can fully commit to it i mean it's it's the same thing yeah with improv i mean it's just um you just go with it and like uh one of the guys that trained me uh derek wait you're uh, really a professional wrestler yeah that's awesome yeah um i yeah i I just do stuff now i don't wrestle anymore i'm too old um but i still do stuff i've done kind of everything what you know every different position there is with wrestling um yeah same finisher the whole time fucking staring up the lights it's always good i always like that one and um (laughs) but i mean he told me like once you know your character i mean once you get that is once you can answer if you're in a fast food restaurant and they fuck up your order how are you going to react and then that's how you react to whatever you're doing um just and it it clicked it was like okay i i get that i get why you're saying that and it's because i mean yeah it doesn't really matter what you're doesn't matter what you're saying i mean you just you have to react how you are i mean it's yeah if you're your character how would how would they act not how would you act how would how would this character act? What would they do? And so once you just get that in your head and you just, you go, man, it's fun. It's a fucking blast. It's again, right on point. My main thing that I teach with improv is <clears throat> take care of yourself first. Usually improv says take care of the other, the other person first, which is like, give them a thing. But what if they don't give you something back? So my main thing is find your emotion as soon as possible within the first few lines. Find your thing. Oh, I'm tired. Great. Now, no matter what is said to you, you're always going to be tired. It's the same thing. Like, have that thing, and then you can fall back on that. You don't have to worry about what to say. It's how you say it. Okay. Oh, oh, hey, here's a million dollars. Here's a million dollars. Oh, great. I got to go down to the bank now. Like, whatever. You'll know how to respond. It's, yeah, the exact same thing. That's that's great. So, uh, so when are you starting your pro wrestling career now? When, when's this happening? I mean, in in high school, I went to the guidance counselor. This is a true story. And they're like, okay, we're going to talk about career stuff. What do you want to be? And I said, I want to be a wrestling manager. I do not want to wrestle, but I just want to be a wrestling manager. Now, as far as I know, I think every manager <laughs> has wrestled probably in their career. Uh, I think most of them, yeah. But like, I just wanted to do that of like be in part of the story, but not wrestle. Because uh, yep. I, did, I did amateur wrestling in high school. And then like the first week got injured and had to stop doing it. And I was like, maybe that's not for me, but I love the world of wrestling, which is probably why I'm doing magic wrestling. And it's all, yeah, just it's that plain pretend overdoing it. I love the, like the look where it's like, <gasps> I love those things. <laughs> like, yes, yeah, yeah, so I did want to be it, a wrestling it, manager. <laughs> and so what your, what's your guidance counselor say? Cause I, I told my guidance counselor, I wanted to be a, a wrestler as well. Yeah. <laughs> They said, uh, okay, manager. So like sports management? I said, no, that's not it. <laughs> so you want to be like a wrestler, amateur wrestler? No, that's not it. <laughs> like you don't, it's different. 
Yeah. I you know, on like, TV, it's a what? hype man. I don't know. Like, I guess Paul Heyman yeah. has never wrestled, but he's a, a fantastic manager. Right. And yeah. And I mean, you can be a hype man too. And I mean, I've, yeah. I've done it that way. Like I, I wanted to be a manager. That was like the main thing I wanted to do. Um, because, you know, uh, cause I listened to my guidance counselor for some stupid fucking reason. I don't know. He's like, dude, you're too small. He didn't say dude. He's like, dude, you're too, <laughs> dude, small. You're too small, man. You're too small. <laughs> and everyone from your, everyone from our school goes to college and, you know, gets, gets married, has kids and gets a good job. Like you can't go out and be a wrestler. And, um, you know, so I, but then, yeah. So I was like, okay, I want to, you know, I'll be a manager one day. And yeah, then yeah. I was a manager and then, one day I went down to a show and they put me in as a wrestler and I'm like, I don't really know how, what I'm doing, but okay. And then it just sort of went from there. And then I kept getting booked everywhere. I'm like, awesome. okay, well, I guess I'm just a wrestler now. And that's um, awesome. yeah, it, it's fun. And so like most of my shit, I've been able to do it where I got into like the comedy, comedy style wrestling, which is nice. Uh, I mean, yeah. Cause there's time, a lot of times where I got the, the shit beat out of me for being, cause I'm the, I'm the, the loud mouth guy that people want to, you know, beat the fuck out of and the bands <laughs> want to see me get my ass kicked or I'm the fucking the baby face. And like, I can get that, that sympathy from them. And, uh, it was just like, I got to a point. I'm like, dude, I, I gotta be smarter here. And then, you know, I get to the matches then where it's like, all right, I can I can do nothing the whole match, and people are gonna remember that more than me doing twenty bumps in a match, doing some big fucking jump off something. I had a match with a buddy, uh, my buddy Silas, and um, like the whole match, we had ten minutes, and that was including walking out to the ring and shit. So the whole match for eight nine minutes we're fucking running around the ring just chasing each other not doing fucking <laughs> shit like barely touching each other and then uh and then he threw or let's see i think i walk i go into the ring and he comes in and fucking they ring the bell and he kicks me in the fucking nuts and then that's the fucking match call the bell and then but i mean didn't take a bump fucking didn't do shit and people remember that one more than any other match shows going on i mean wow. it's just yeah you fucking just keep it simple keep it simple it is, Don't... and it's thinking outside the box like that that reminds me there was a competition at a at an improv theater in, in la and it was like you had three minutes five minutes to a two-person show two-person improv show and whoever won <clears throat> um would go to the next round and whatever you become the champion you win money maybe uh yeah. so me and my friend did it you get five minutes we're like hey can we have a suggestion all right we're so excited and it was like robo and we're like okay robo and then for if it's five minutes for four minutes and 45 seconds we stood in the back going um i don't do you have anything i don't and we acted like we didn't have an idea and then we came out like we're ready and then the show ended <laughs> just then <laughs> it was like think outside yeah what's what's outside of the box pull out zoom out and see like what is everybody doing how do you do something different which is yeah. like yeah running around getting kicked in the nuts the audience would go insane for that because yeah. it's something different it's some yeah it's something different and i mean i didn't have to fucking i walk out the day at the end of the day just fucking yeah i'm good man i'm not fucking like oh god i'm fucking killing me on this fucking 
Yeah. My back's hurting. My fucking. Uh, if you made a career out of that, you'd be able to just wrestle like into your 60s and be like, yep, yeah, no injuries I, here. That that was the goal. If I wouldn't have stepped in a fucking, I stepped in a hole is what stopped me. I was, oh, uh, no. I was working a different job. Um, <clears throat> I, I like delivering flooring and I was walking across the driveway and I stepped in a hole with carrying like 80 pounds of shit and. And then that was it. I didn't get hurt in wrestling because I Ugh. fucking wrestled smart. But then, yeah, that was. Eh, oh, you know. man. <clears throat> so you it's know. like Mick Foley. How'd you lose those teeth with a steel chair? No, it was like when I was a kid in a car accident. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, it makes it makes it good. Um, yeah. ma- makes for a better story. And, you know, then we wouldn't probably wouldn't be here if if that was the case. If I hadn't have stepped in a hole, we wouldn't be having conversation here. But it's true. Um, so. Okay, smoke bomb. So, <laughs> smoke bomb. Dude, where the fuck did this guy go? He's okay, holy before I even knew. Okay, there he's already go. back. Back. Um, so then I did some I did research for about a minute or two. Uh whoa, that's too much research. Not minus 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 the fucking 30 hours before. Okay. But uh the the shows that I saw that you had worked on were all very much improv based shows where they I don't know I don't know how many takes they do or what but um I, I won't get into specifics here of you know what shows whatever you guys can always check that out if you want to uh but were there times that you did takes that you thought were could have worked better than what got put into the show or do you remember them at all um i don't really remember it's really funny like when like i i was on an episode of this great show it, it's still going i think it went to 30 seasons called shit my dad says <laughs> i think it went okay. for six episodes uh but william shatner was the star of it um well, and yeah. it was a it was a live audience sitcom <clears throat> three camera sitcom and one one moment, I just need a little. Sure, man, you gotta. That's like, man, you're drinking out of nothing now. That's that's that magic right there. Get, getting those. Why does he get rid downs. of that? Not my face. Um, but anyway, so William Shatner was there, and it was insane. Like the crowd, the energy. I was like, this is the funniest show ever. Like this, I cannot wait to see when this airs. And then when it aired, the editing cut out all the timing, and I was like, what? This is just Uh-oh. another piece of garbage sitcom even though when it was in person it was incredible. Um, yeah. Just the editing really changes things so much to the point where uh, you can like, oh, I don't remember the Gemini Man, that movie with Will Smith. Uh, I think it was called yeah. Gemini Man, where he, he's like him with his younger self. And they did this like very realistic uh, filming technique where it feels like you're in the room with him. But because of oh. that, I was like, whoa, wait a second. I can fully see Will Smith. And it kind of retroactively ruined him for me as an actor. Because I'm like, maybe he's not good, a good actor. Because like he was terrible in that movie. But I used to think he was a great actor. Um, but it's the oh, editing and, and camera. That was my point. I'm all over the place. But that it yeah. really, yeah, it's like you, you don't know what take is going to be used and you just like, okay, I hope I do this. And and sometimes they'll use a weird one because like, oh, well, we liked how the background looked or we liked how this looked. And you're like, well, all right. 
the hard thing for me yeah. is like do it exactly the same as you just did because <laughs> i'm like what what did i say <laughs> yeah can we, can we watch it back on playback for a minute here and then uh let me memorize exactly what i said so then what happens there with you so then when when it's you do that so the first take is improv and then they say okay do exactly what you did there how does that work for you so usually like uh on curb your enthusiasm which which i was which i was on which was fantastic because it's one of my favorite shows okay uh, I, I won't i'll get to that in a minute okay go ahead okay so that one uh they they know it's improvised so like they'll say okay so so say this again make sure to say this and they'll be like they'll have even like a sheet of paper and like they'll jot down like, okay make sure you say this line again so everyone is really helping you when it's improvised to like make sure you cover these things but when it's scripted the like the first thing you have to do is say what's on the script and then like if you say another one it's like okay you might hear while you're still shooting like from uh, Video Village, as it's called, where the director sits, it's like say say a different one, say a different version, say or like do twenty percent more, twenty percent less, and they'll they'll direct you uh, of just like say these things or 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 say some different ones, add some other stuff in, have fun with it. So like they're helping because you have so much going on. You're like I have to stand like this. I have to remember this. I remember my character. So they they're really helping of like oh remember to say to get these things out. <laughs> hit those points hit those points and you got to yeah. get to the end and um so what okay because then i think i just saw a thing not more than a couple of days ago i was watching something where um i forgot who was talking but it was they said they do three takes for curb um and then so it's like they they do one just whatever and then dial it in some and then dial it in more for the you know to get it get that the timing and the jokes i mean like when their editing is you know obviously pretty pretty top of the line and um so but it's it was three but i thought i remember what seinfeld there being two uh but i'm not sure and i don't know if what one more take uh i mean what the difference between the second take and the third take maybe i found it it depends on the director usually because like some directors will do like uh i can't i know there's like famous directors who do like 55 takes and stuff they do like way too many um and then some directors like cool we got we got one we'll get one just in case and then we'll move on which i think seinfeld at the end was very like let's just keep it going um yeah, and yeah, yeah it depends because yeah, if you do another take, that's just more money being spent in the day. That's going to make everything else later. While producers are like, "Excuse me, <laughs> let's keep it moving." So, which makes yeah. it hard when you're creating art to have people like, "Excuse me, money, tick tick yeah. tick tock." Let's go, let's go, let's go. And so then, what uh, episode were like? I'm I I don't know. What, what episode were you in? It so was. I can, go watch it what were you doing a season uh, i don't remember what season but it was the episode called seinfeld which was which was super fun so i was i was in a scene with larry david jerry seinfeld julie louis dreyfus and jason alexander and i was like what is happening this was literally six months after i moved to la uh it's not one of those stories like i moved to la six months later now i'm a star it was one thing that was like this is incredible and then you know stuff goes from there um, it wasn't this big, this is my big break, but it was insane to just be oh, in LA. Shit. Like I'm in this room with them and then they're like, okay. And Jeff Garland, I think was the director of that episode. And then 
it was like maybe not but he was there anyways uh so yeah. they're like okay let's go to lunch so everyone's leaving for lunch and i'm still standing in this living room just like this is so cool i'm slowly going to lunch while larry david and jerry seinfeld hug each other and they say this is really great to get everyone back together again and i'm like i'm the only one witnessing this this is so cool yeah and i mean who's gonna ever know that who's ever gonna know that they had such a good time everyone now after so all yeah. the smart people listening to this the people who that, aren't dumb <clears throat> that's right that's right we're getting all of them and so i mean okay so you did that and what was what was it that they were looking for when they were doing casting? Like, do you remember that at all? No, it was, was like, it? oh, improv experience. Um, you look like you'd be at this party sort of thing. I like, I auditioned, like, I was just so focused, like, I'm going to just come on and like auditioned like constantly and was constantly emailing them and everything. Like, come on, come on, come on. And they're like, fine, come into this one. Like, yes. Awesome. So per perseverance with them, uh, and it was the finale of the season. And every season, they're like, we don't know if we're coming back. So this was, again, my first like professional wow. production in LA. And for lunch, there was sushi. There was lobster. There was steak. There was like champagne. And I was like, LA is awesome. <laughs> Never have yeah, I seen yeah. anything like yeah. that ever again. Every set's just like that. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, like unlimited custom-made sushi <laughs> and lobster. And Larry David is toasting everybody. This is amazing. <laughs> I drove home that, that night and I was hitting every green light and I was like, this is great. <laughs> and then next morning was like, oh, back to the normal thing. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Um, that's fucking cool, man. That's, I mean, that's one of those shows. Uh, I saw that they're this, uh, this season, like right now they're filming in New York and I fucking, I just like saw a thing because I was talking about like, what, like when's fucking Curb coming out again? Like I'm waiting for the new season then i see a thing like they're filming in new york I'm like fuck how do i how do i find out like how do i but it's you know too late for to you know get on that but uh and that was one of those ones that i was like trying to i would try to i mean that's that's good that you got on i'm i'm uh i'm stoked for you on that one that's fucking cool as shit that you yeah, got to do that it's cool i mean it's like, i was thinking the other day like that show has been on so long i mean it's not consistently every year but if you like that like 20, that was like years yeah like that's insane and like yeah because larry david looks old to begin with he looks like he hasn't aged and like it's yeah, yeah like that show has been on so long because <laughs> i yeah. did that episode like 15 years ago <laughs> and that was yeah. not the first season <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's just it was whatever and it was and took that long break and i don't know they, they like they, you were saying you never know if they're coming back and yeah so it was cool to see I... Larry David's process since he writes all the episodes. Like in between each take, he'll sing very Larry David. Where he's like, ba -da, ba -da, ba -da, da -da. like not singing a real song. And then he'll just go ha, ha, and take out a little notebook and write a thing down and put it back. And it's like, oh, he thought of a funny, weird little thing that's going to be in a future episode now. So then did you, was he like a, uh, um, so like is your writing style similar to that do you when you see something do you write it down or do you keep it in your do you have do you have something you pull out uh that that seems like an appropriate on? question well oh, okay. you know <laughs> i mean sometimes sometimes that too that's that's yeah. the follow-up question i have a uh a notepad with 
any any idea that I'm like, oh, that's interesting or funny, I'll write it down. I wish it was more organized. Try to keep it organized. Uh, but it's sort of any idea because like, I, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to be working on next or writing on next or when I have to go back to those ideas. But you, what you don't want to have when writing is time to write. Let me sit down at a blank sheet of paper and come up with something. That's impossible. That's not where creativity comes from, staring at a screen. Uh, that's right. why nothing here is creative today because we're just staring at a blank screen. None of this conversation is creative. Uh, uh, yeah. But so, then, yeah, having a, having a backlog of ideas, you can look at it, walk around and go, oh, that sparks something and then put it to the page. So then is it like a, a big notepad? Are you carrying, a, are you up like a trench coat with a, like a big yellow legal pad that you pull out and... Yeah, it's like, um, it's it's not the yellow legal pad. It's the, uh, it's like a sketchbook that artists would use for like a full body. So I'm six feet. So it's about like four feet tall. And I keep that with Perfect. me. So I like yeah. take, it's like a Pictionary. Remember the old show Pictionary? And they're like sure. drawing. It's like that. That's what I'm carrying around. That sounds like about the right size. That I mean, I mean, the ideas you can have on that are just, they're endless. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a big web you can start start yeah. going off on and you don't want to run out of space when you have ideas you want to have unlimited space and that's what this right. paper notebook will provide right um uh if if you ever do run out of space uh i thought of a way like for uh writer's block how to stop writer's block <laughs> um so through i love that you did writer's block in quotes by the way yeah i i hate that term it's not um, real. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So whatever Go ahead. Go may ahead. be a time when you can't think up something uh, to there's past life regression, which is, I thought like a weird thing, but whatever it is, whatever you see, but you do see something you like you go under and you'll have something to write about. There'll definitely be something that comes into your head. So like I've used it with some writers to be able to brainstorm things when they think they're stuck, but they're really not stuck. And it just kind of is able to come out. So if you ever get into that situation, but I wouldn't see you get into that situation, but, or if you know somebody gets into that situation, maybe if they, they might not like me though, tell them to go find another hypnotist and tell them use that idea. Um, Wait, you know. are you a hypnotist? Yeah, too? I'm a hypnotist. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So And you've done past life past life regressions for people? Yeah. I, That's I really, awesome. Yeah. I really like doing it. I like I did it in training. Um and that was because I mean it was another thing. Like I, I thought everything was kind of bullshit. I was very skeptical about hypnosis when I started. I was like, it's all fucking bullshit. It's all just it's all just a show. And then yeah, first time I was hypnotized, I was like, okay, well. I'm fucking wrong okay this is this is so cool and um yeah like i did my past life did like three different places whatever it was and i ended up like could see everything all around me and so it's i was i thought you know this could be good for some time to use if i run out of ideas of what to write to just because it's a whole nother world right it's a whole nother world that you know so you're still writing about what you know because it's in your subconscious yeah. And so I, just... I had a similar thing. Like it was, I, it was like a YouTube video. This was years ago. And it was like oh. past life regression. I was like, all right, I'll try this. It's just a YouTube video. It's not going to do anything. Put on headphones, <laughs> lay down. And I was like, 
okay, you're walking through a hallway. Yeah, all right, sure. And then you're going to get to a door. When you open the door, it will go in your past life. Yeah, no, it's not. I'm just laying on my couch listening to a YouTube video. And I opened that door and I viscerally felt I was being mauled by a bear. And I took on my headphones. I was like, oh, okay, wow, all right. That was insane. Like, it was not thinking about a bear. And like, really? I was like, that is how I must have died in a past life. I was killed. Like, I felt, oh, my God. And I was like, well, how do you explain that? Yeah. And now... What what the fuck? Yeah, you got. I yeah. I mean, you you feel it like you're saying it's it's something that you. Every sense is fucking there. Like you yeah. you need, just can go. So if you yeah, um, if you ever want to fucking revisit that bear, uh, yeah, get back on that YouTube and, and, yeah. and check it out. I've but, tried, um, and instead I found other past lives, and I was like, maybe that's good, oh. or I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah it was insane. <clears throat> yeah, we did three. But I think there was cool. more. Um, it's insane. There, it's, it's, there was more. You and, cannot but, explain it, but it is like, how do you explain? Yeah, those feelings that you feel and you know are real and it's not just you. Well, someone told you to feel that way. No, they didn't. They just said open yeah. a door. Yeah. Like uh, with a lot of that stuff, like I don't want people to know, like someone who had some sort of PTSD or something of that nature I don't want to know what 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 the fuck happened. I it doesn't matter to me what happened. Yeah. I just I tell them to go to that spot, and whether it's the event that they thought was what caused their PTSD, or if it was something before that that was more impactful, they see it right away. I don't need to know. Like it just pops up, and you're in that fucking spot. Yeah. And um, what the fuck, man? Like. You just, you're there, you're there. So, I mean, if, yeah, I don't know. If anyone's listening and hasn't done hypnosis, I'll probably talk about it anyway, still sometime. But uh, there's there's someone else who's who's experienced it. Uh, so now that I've been talking to you forever, uh, I feel like I should probably wrap this up before I get, get too ahead of things. Uh, so where, I mean, they can go look up, because uh, they're already going to be, they're already going to be checking out your empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so you guys should check out his empire. I'll put I'll put links here, and you will you want to say where they can find those? Yeah, uh, they can find the links uh, where you look for links. Perfect. So that's a good I love it. That's a good thing. The most exciting thing now uh, from for almost ten years, I've been working on uh, a book, and it's finally due to be released in June this year. Um, which was the main reason for us to talk, but we we got but, all this other stuff. We could talk for another two hours and still finally not get to this. But I was like, have a note yeah. that I was like, I got to get to this. Uh, so my I, first book, yeah. The Improv Mindset, which is a lot of the stuff we've talked about, uh, is due out in June. It's it's how to use the skills of improv in your everyday life to be more fearless, to be more creative. If if the things that we've been talking about, you're like, how are they doing that? That we're just ripping off each other, like. It's all, it's all, all in this book. I put everything I know about improv and traveling the world, teaching improv and performing improv and meeting strange, weird people into this book, which is why it took so long <laughs> to write it. Um, Cause I would finish it and then like, wait, I have a new idea. Oh, that changes everything. And I have to go back and start over, but it helps us get out of our, our mundane pattern of like, this is what I do every day and how to break those patterns and to have more fun in your life. So the improv mindset, it's coming out in June. Uh, I'm so happy it's finally gonna be released <laughs> after working on it for so long. 
Um, so that's a big thing. You can find that on the website, improv-la.com or any of my links. Uh, Instagram, I've been trying to promote that more as well. Uh, if you want to see me on Instagram, I'm at Lady Gaga. Just kidding. Perfect. I wish I did get that before she did, though. Like, I feel like she's going to be famous. And then I took her name. Uh, but I'm at Keith Salto Giannis, which you won't know how to spell, but I'm sure it'll be in a link somewhere around where you're listening to this. Probably. There probably is a good chance of that one. So what what was it that, I mean, this is the question, one of those you're going to get asked a lot anyway, and you probably have been asked a lot. What was it where you said, I'm going to turn what I know into a book? Dumb question. And I don't like it, but I that's feel like that's to, a good question. I haven't, be I haven't said. been asked that. I have not been asked that. That's a good question. I think it it's that it's the same way why I started teaching. I think like, like I would talk about improv and, and comedy and creative thinking so much to my friends. And then they would say, you should teach. And I go, what? I, no, like there's so many other better teachers. And then for me learning from multiple teachers and going through different schools and then seeing a different method that I came up with that because a lot of teachers in schools, they go, this is the way to do it. No, you're wrong. It's this way. No, no, you're wrong. And it's all the same thing. We're all saying, get to this point of freedom and play and creativity. So from teaching for uh, 20 years now, 50, I don't know, a while, uh, for teaching, for teaching that long, again, don't know time, uh, for teaching that long, I was like, okay, I should put this into a book because some people can't take my classes. Some people aren't in LA and can learn from me directly. Um, so let's put this into a book so that it's available for anyone to take at any time and learn these things. Um, cause my whole thing is like, and how I learned improv, it should be fun. It should be freeing. It should be liberating. It should be a place where it's like, oh, when I was a kid and I would jump on the couch and pretend I was a gorilla, uh, but now I won't do that because I'm an adult and I can't, I have to be serious. Like it should be, it should give you that sense where it's like anywhere you go, have fun, have fun yeah. and play because nobody knows what they're doing. And that's a lot of what I <laughs> teach and, and everybody can do that. I love seeing students come into class and they're like, do we have to get on stage? And then in a few weeks, they're like jumping out and like, yeah, free yourself from the, these constraints that you gave yourself of thinking you have to be a certain way, obviously don't offend anyone or hurt yourself or anyone else, but how can you just play in everyday life? Cause everything is so serious all the time, but how yeah. do you play? How do you have fun with it? Yeah. And you're so already what, there. Put in the book. Yeah. You're already there. You're already there. You you're already like, half of it. Yeah. You just have to stop thinking you have to be a certain way. Oh, cause they know better than I do. And like that, who wants to live a life yeah. like that? How can right. you have fun in life? Yeah, that's why you don't listen to your guidance counselor. No, they, they, they're guidance counselors guidance. are no. not improv people. No, they don't know. They're just like, okay, I guess I have to direct you. They don't know what's best for you. Yeah. So do what's best for yourself. And yeah. And it's scary because society is like, no, no, don't do that. It's insane. You have to do a normal, regular thing, just like everybody else. Don't be different. How dare you be different? I'm too afraid to be different. So you better not be different then i'll be jealous and that's society <laughs> <laughs> and look who comes out with the the good times and look who and the magic the magic yeah yeah there it goes. man 
it was it was awesome talking with you. I enjoyed that very much. This is a blast. Um, yeah, you like yeah. again. If you didn't research it, you knew exactly on the same lines of 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 how I think, and that's that's really fun to see someone like that. Two minutes. I, I read. I read two minutes. Two minutes wow. was good. Was was what I needed. Um, because then that way I'm not in my head too much about trying to figure out a million things and you know i don't need to hit fifty thousand spots right in Overo to get to where to get to this to get to here so exactly instead of instead of doing that and and taking a bunch of bumps you're like cool i'm just gonna go out we're gonna run around and then at some point someone will get kicked in the nuts yeah and, and that me- makes it way more enjoyable yeah <laughs> instead of like okay anyways next question <laughs> like yeah it again yeah. wrestling really is useful yeah. in life <laughs> it's insane. yeah that's that's gonna be maybe my book uh if i ever write one wrestling is useful in life it's, it's i'm, I'm gonna take it. that title so yeah um yeah so thank you so much and thank you everyone i'm looking i always look around thank you everyone for listening to me i got my audience over here uh yeah thank you thank you thank you thank yeah. you thank you everyone thank you oh thank you too oh yeah that's the first you time got... i looked at the camera <laughs> uh, who does it who i mean that's another weird thing with wrestling too. Before we go, is uh, looking at the camera and in, in promos, or if you go up to the camera, like looking at the camera after being trained so long to not look directly into the camera, <laughs> it's a fucking trip. Uh, and then yeah, going into right anything. right and talking to you, yeah. yeah. And then the rest of the time is the camera, like you got the camera sometimes right in your face, and that's true. Yeah, don't look at it. Uh, it is weird yeah if someone looks at it yeah. there it's like whoa 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 yeah but then in wrestling it's just that's that's what you do that's how how you connect um wait before but, now one more so yes when you did promos were they fully you did promos right I, yeah all the time so were they fully memorized scripted or were they never just never points? once okay no never once i uh i barely had a clue what i was gonna do i maybe had an idea of what I was going to do, but usually not. Even like doing stand up and shit. Uh, I mean, I would, if I wasn't going first, I mean, I'd watch people from behind the curtain and then, you know, maybe a couple <laughs> minutes before I'm like, I'm going to go talk about this. So I cool. tried jokes, writing jokes for a little bit and it did not, it was not me because I just, it was the same thing as it felt like asking questions. So yeah. I just, um, but go and do whatever. And then it's like, ah, fuck, I don't know, man. And then, but sometimes doesn't always hit the same, doesn't always hit perfect, but there's some right. moments where you're really connected and you fucking nail it better than you could ever fucking write in your life. Yeah. So, and you, and yeah. you just hit it on the head when you said, that's not me. That's the big yeah. thing where it's like, oh, I guess I'm a stand up. So I have to do it like this. Like, well, what's you? Like, that's not me. So then you do you. And then that works better sometimes. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Sometimes it doesn't, but you know, Sometimes it does. Sometimes yeah. it works better. So, yeah, you guys, improv fucking all the time, and uh, get get in on the empire, get in on the empire, and yeah, that is the show. Yeah, man.